Last time on Eidolon Crush, late December in Boston, Iblis Indigo kicks off the last session of the year for the hot new alternate reality game, Bit Crush, which promises to grant one wish to the player who defeats all others. In the chaos of the first round, four players made an unlikely alliance. The perceptive sleuth, Megan Bite, the regal knight, Tori, the obnoxious data construct, Walter Wednesday, and the competitive Rikki Ochoa, who claims that she has won Bit Crush before and used her wish to erase her memories so she could win again for the very first time. Together, these players comprise the mighty team Crush 4D. But, of course, there can only be one true winner of Bit Crush. <laughs> December 30th. Today, Indigo has directed you to Kenmore Square, where a considerably thinner and more anxious crowd is currently milling about waiting for instructions. It's an especially grey morning, not that you could see the sun too well anyway, what with all the skyscrapers and expansions that have been built here in the past several years, and it's a good deal colder than it was yesterday. It's quite a bit busier as well, with cars barreling down Beacon Street in spite of the icy conditions, blame the freezing rain that hit yesterday evening long after you had all made your way back to your uh, apartments or hotel rooms or whatever fucked up data space Walter is staying in when the game's not on. Uh, it's going to be a few minutes before the match actually starts, so I figured we could hit ties, and then if you want to spend a bit of time strategizing and socializing, we can do that as well. Uh, I guess I'll start with uh, my ties. Alrighty. Um, I think for Megan, I'm going to say Megan is my partner, and I trust her. Alrighty. For Ricky, I think my tie will be, um, I can't let Ricky win. Okay. Uh, and for Walter, I'm gonna say, uh, I need to discover more about what makes Walter tick. All right. Uh, Walter, what about you? Do you have any ties you'd like to establish? Um, I think Tori has what it takes to win this game. Okay. I think Ricky might have saved me before. Sounds good. And I think Megan probably already knows what I am. Got it. I was actually going to ask, I forget how much we found out about Walter. 
I did drop my facade and turn into pure code. Yes, okay. and you know, you all saw him use his powers more generally in addition to that. Uh, Megan, did you have any ties to establish? Uh, sure. Let's see. Uh, Walter is a computer. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Tori is my friend now. Smiley face. Hell yeah. Very worried to see whether or not there's a smiley face for Ricky. Uh, sure. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Uh, Ricky is going to get us twisted meddled. Sad face. <laughs> so... Can you explain the twisted like, metal thing? Because, like, I... Okay. Oh, I, I, so twisted metal is a uh, combat racing game. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, series it's a car yeah. combat, like, battle royale, kind of. I know uh, what twisted metal is, but it sounds like you know lore about twisted metal. Narratively, kind of like narratively the prize is a wish, and it's always a monkey's paw situation. Uh, although usually in a very stupid way because it's made by like David Jaffe and crew. So, you know, okay. Just like the Holy grail. (laughs) I, well, like, like from Christianity or (laughs) I I, I think from fate. (laughs) Yes. Uh, and then Ricky, did you have any ties you wanted to establish? Mm -hmm. Uh, for Walter, uh, he's a cheater and a weirdo. Okay. Uh, I need to be careful. For Tori, I was looking for a meme or a tweet. It's like in my mind, but I can't find it. Basically, I want like, I don't know how you're going to type this down, but I want the image of a sword, uh, a sword pointing at someone and lifting their chin with the tip of the sword. That's the tie. Okay. Okay, hang on. Uh, Uh, Okay, yeah, that should do. Yeah. Um, and for for Megan is Megan is cute, but has manipulated me already. That is true. That did happen. Feel like there's going to be some unrequited feelings. R. E. Tori and Ricky's relationship here. No, I, I I think honestly, these I never said who's who in the in the sword situation. Okay, uh-huh. all right. Uh, so yeah, the the four. Well, at least the three of you. Again, I don't really know how Walter's whole situation is working, but uh, at the very least, three of you are presumably milling about the general area of Kenmore Square. It's um you know this pretty busy intersection, a little ways away from Fenway Park. Uh, a lot of Boston University buildings, a I lot think, of restaurants, few parks. Okay, sorry, so, that was it. You can go ahead. Oh, it's like so. Are we in like some sort of green room or something, or are we just like no, out I, on the streets? I, I think, uh, yeah, people are just sort of milling about. Uh, there's not really a specific area to congregate besides, you know, such and such intersection. Don't get too far from it. Okay, I think Tori is trying to warm herself up by. Uh, going to a cafe and ordering an Earl Grey tea. Uh, I, man, this is a Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know if we uh we got anything that fancy. We I I can get you uh, well. Let me pull up the Dunkin' Donuts menu real quick. <laughs> can I get a dozen donut holes and a milk? What like a like a like a bottle of milk? 
Okay, don't. Okay, listen. Breaking character, real quick. Don't shit a shitter. Don't tell me a donut shop doesn't stock milk. They definitely have milk. Yeah, I'm not I, saying they don't stock milk. I don't think they sell. Just I think they milk. sell milk. Yeah, they, they, they're a donut shop. Why wouldn't they sell milk? I'm pretty sure they have like those individual serving size. Okay, like, the- I have a question, Maxi. Have you ever been to a Dunkin'? I've been to many Dunkins. Okay, I'm just checking. You seem Walter very wants to hack the register so that selling milk is is an option you can ring up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying they. T- I'm not saying they don't have milk. I'm just saying I don't know how they they'll get it to you. <laughs> anyway, they don't have Earl Grey. I think the be- I think the best I can do for you is uh, a bold breakfast black tea. Ah. <laughs> uh. Very well. I suppose I will try your generic-sounding tea. It, that's not, hey, that's not generic. That's a that's a corporate specialty. Uh, uh, I, I think Ricky comes in and she's like, one uh, ice chai latte with coconut milk. Oh, thank God, somebody normal. Okay, yeah, we're, we're I know my you, order. Uh, we're getting you ice chai latte. Uh, some munchkins and a, a milk, which I guess is an option. It's on the register. Uh, it's only my third day, but uh, I'll work with it. And uh, black tea. And th- <laughs> this person who I refuse to name because they are not appearing after this. Your fan favorite character is not appearing? Fan favorite character. Bar. Now, Maxi, the Eidolon rules say you have to name every NPC. That's in the book. They yeah. do say that. I was I was hoping nobody would call me on that. If I had to Burst name barb. every if I had to name every little guy that Zoe made, then <laughs> you gotta name oh, the okay. random Dunkin' Donuts server. Okay, the cashier whose name tag reads Melissa. <laughs> oh, gets, hi, Melissa. Gets to, <laughs> gets to work on getting you all uh, your various beverages and a thing of donut holes. Uh, Walter wants to sheepishly walk up and order one donut, please. Okay, I'm I'm done being incredulous at Max. Now I'm being incredulous at Duncan because I'm Googling it. And does Dunkin' Donuts sell milk is not bringing up anything conclusive thus far. And I'm getting concerned. Yeah, my mobile app shows that my closest location serves Powerade, but not milk. Oh, I can't wait to dunk my donuts at Powerade. <laughs> Sorry, you're dunking your donuts in j- milk? Yes. What? What is that? What is that? Oh, is that is that weird now? <laughs> yes. What? I mean, that's not I, that weird. I mean, I don't personally do it, do but it, it is a common thing to do with cake donuts. I feel like you either dunk your donuts in coffee or eat them dry. Anyway, speaking of donuts, Walter, you're gonna be, need to be more specific. Uh, we we have many kinds of donuts, sir. We got uh, we got the plain cake, we got the chocolate cake, we got the chocolate glazed, we got the chocolate glazed chocolate cake, we got the vanilla frosted, we got the chocolate frosted, uh, we got the chocolate frosted cake with sprinkles. Uh, we got these seasonal like gingerbread ones and these other seasonal ones. They're just the vanilla frosted ones, but they got like little, uh, you know, festive sprinkles on them and red and green and whatnot. Uh, Walter freezes a bit at the breadth of choices and then just says, uh, "Plain cake, please." All right, uh, and. I think she just hands it to you, and uh, I imagine she's going to ring you up, but you've just already taken care of that, and she's like, all right. 
Thank you. He goes to sit at a booth with the others. <laughs> I, I don't know if Duncan... Do Duncan Donuts have booths? It has, yeah, they, they, yeah, some I'm of them pretty do. Sure. Usually they just have tables. Okay. Sure, there's a booth. I guess, I guess I've outed myself as never having been inside a Duncan. So it depends on Duncan. Some listeners, of them if do, you dip your donuts in milk, please write in. I have to know that I'm not crazy. <laughs> are you thinking of Oreos? Do you think Oreos are a no? Donut? No. I mean, sometimes they are. I mean, you can get a donut yes. with Oreos on it. I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. Anyway, yes, the four of you get your beverages and/or baked goods. And you find a table. Uh, I think Walter wants to sort of run an analysis on the donut to see what the experience of tasting it would be like. Okay, uh, I'm going to have you draw Beat the Odds plus Genius. <laughs> I can't believe Walter choked and died in, in episode two. Uh, that's, a, that's a two. Genius is what I have. Yes, so let's see. Well, you're not getting good cards, Walter, I'll tell you that much. Uh-huh. <laughs> Push yourself uh, to eat a donut. Let's see, you can have the sun inverted, you are given cause to spare, or the world inverted, for a single moment you are crushed under the world's weight. Let's go with the sun inverted. Alright, uh, Walter, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, like, you, you did not pick the best donut they got here. Like, listen, the frosted ones are usually not that good, you made the right decision avoiding those, but like, it's just a plain cake donut, you know? Like, it's, it's nothing to write home about. It's nothing exciting. You, you'd kind of have more... You'd get more out of, like, some bread, if we're being honest. Aw. Well, does anyone want to eat this donut? I grab it and munch it. Yeah, I've already tasted it. Not that great. Me- it's pretty alright. It's a Dunkin' Donut. Megan is just like... Oh, ho, ho, ho. I think to- Tori is, like, sipping at her tea, but she seems... Rather disappointed by it. <laughs> All donuts are pretty much the same, except unless they have some sort of jelly or cream inside, then they're good. Otherwise, they're all right. America runs on this. <laughs> it is. Don't believe all the propaganda. I think you I'm. See. I think I'm gonna get the runs from this. It is too much information, Megan. I think it turned out that the guy was just the guy was just humoring me. It seems he gave me a cup full of half and half. I. It is rather subpar food, isn't it? It's alright. Certainly not like what I would get back home. Where are you from again? British Columbia. Ah, that's in Canada, right? Yes. Ah. Wait, they've got a British Columbia? It is the best of all Columbias. <laughs> Hand wave in the back. Eh. Columbia's pretty good. Uh, i yeah. Did some did some competitions there. I have a friend. It's uh, cool. So speaking of competitions, um, do they do we know what today's is? Uh, I, I think right on cue, there's a little like do do uh, and once again, Indigo shows up on your goggles. Assuming you're wearing them, I figure you would be at this point. Good morning, gamers, and welcome back to the Boston Battle Royale, the game that makes you see the city you love like you've never seen it before, Big Crush. As always, I'm your host, the cutest interstellar warlord on the internet, Indigo. 
And before we get started today, I've been informed that the rules may not have been properly communicated to all participants. My bad. So, just to clear things up, yes, the prize of our wonderful tournament is an honest-to-goodness wish. The creators of BitCrush may reject wishes for legal, ethical, or practical reasons. Money-related wishes are not tax-exempt. Nobody has been proven in a court of law to have died during any BitCrush tournaments. And no players are permitted to resign from the tournament once they have entered. Failure to participate will have consequences. Also, I just wanted to say, fuck Tim Hortons, it's not that good. Just in case we had anybody who was gonna start talking it up. With all that out of the way, today's challenge is the trial of flight. In a moment, I'm going to beam a photograph to your headsets. Every player needs to make their way there and capture the target in order to make it to the next round, even if they're on a team. Don't give up if you're not the first one there. There should be enough targets to satisfy maybe a couple dozen of you. That's all you get this time around, folks. Now get ready to rush and get ready to crush. Three, two, one, let's rock. Uh, with that, the broadcast cuts out and the four of you see the photograph in question. Uh, it just looks like a bird's eye view of a park or some kind of forest preserve uh, without any snow covering it. It is fully green and actually it looks like the trees haven't lost any leaves either. Can I do an investigate on this picture to try and figure it out? Absolutely. Uh, let's see. You have... I think literally all of us have two gen, I believe. It's just two gen across the board. <laughs> Damn, you are right. Really? That's wild. Really a well-rounded party y'all have built, huh? Hey, I, I can hit things good. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, let's see... So, we have Strength and the Hanged Man. So, what questions are you going to ask? Okay, let's see. What what are the meanings for those? Strength is you triumph through force, and the Hanged Man is you must make an impossible choice. Okay. Uh, let's see. For Strength, uh, what's hidden here? All right, let's see. Uh, I think if you look closely enough, you can actually see around the edges... Uh, it's not like concrete or pavement or brickwork. It looks... It's got this sort of um, uniform material uh, that looks like you could fairly easily walk on it, and it's definitely artificial, but it's not like anything you'd see at the ground level. Um, if you had to guess, that might suggest that it's something you would find at the top of a building, maybe on the roof. Huh. Okay. And then, uh, for the Hanged Man, uh, what weaknesses can I exploit? I think just judging by what you're seeing in the photo, you are maybe going to be dealing with something which alters the local climate. And on the one hand, whatever is doing that is likely going to use that ability to, to defend itself against you, but you might be able to directly attack the park and the flora in it to agitate or disorient whatever you're going after. Uh, and I'm sure that won't have any negative consequences if you do pursue that. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, hey, uh, computer man. Oh, my name, my name is Walter. Yeah, I just, I just thought, you know, maybe, maybe fun to give you a nickname. 
Should I should I put them? Could I, should I have mashed it together more? Gone computerman. My name is Walter. Okay. Call people by their names, Megan. Uh. Anyway, so it seems like that place. It, it's got grass, but it looks like it's like fake and weather controlled, but also like maybe somewhere high up. Does that ring any bells? Got any ideas? Uh, that sounds to me like some sort of diorama in a museum or something. Or perhaps a green space on top of a parking garage, since you Americans never have space for your plants anywhere else. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> God. Uh, hey, can I dredge the undertow on this? Uh, what would you be attempting to find out? Uh, around which direction is what we're looking for. Uh, and my my reasoning is that she's going to go outside and try to smell this picture. Just just a thing you do. Okay. Uh, to yeah, smell so where, it, where it was taken. Alright, I'm drawing biz. You have mm-hmm. three of that. So yes. uh, You have the hermit, the star... And the Hierophant. Uh, let me check the Fate deck real quick. Uh, let's see. The Hierophant is you discover something. The star is a new direction reveals itself. And the Hermit is uh, your actions isolate you. Uh, let's do... Let's do the star. A new direction reveals itself. Alright, in that case, I think, uh, Ricky, you exit into or onto the street and you take a uh, big deep breath of that winter air and um you do definitely get the scent of something herbaceous and woody coming from you know generally up which isn't super helpful uh but you do if you really focus in you get the sense of a trail winding up in an almost corkscrew pattern and it curse you if you go up like a fire escape or a stair or an elevator inside pretty much any building you might be able to get a decent bird's eye view and uh pick something out that way okay then i i say that to the team so we just need to go up yeah oh, yeah that's easy uh, walter's gonna um uh, jump real high. All right. Um, Are you gonna go outside Walter. first? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, okay. I'm actually going to ask you to uh, draw beat the odds plus pow for me first. Oh, that's uh, it's only the one pow. Hmm. Uh, and let's see. That is the wheel of fortune inverted. Uh, you are at the mercy of the fates. Sounds great. So I think what happens is you do that thing where you, you know, glitch up through the ceiling. You're basically no clipping. I do think Melissa sees and I do think she like freaks out a little, spills coffee on herself. Um, And for the most part, this is working fine. You know, you levitate all the time, you no clip all the time. But um, as you're getting higher, you eventually reach a point where your motion slows and it becomes more difficult to ascend, and that sensation gradually increases more and more until 
You know how sometimes in a speedrun you'll attempt to, like, clip through a wall by, like, walking into it? Maybe you do some weird stuff with the camera or jumps, but, like, you are fundamentally trying to, like, glitch your movement bit by bit through this wall to the other side? You've essentially done that in such a way that you are trapped inside an invisible wall. Like, it looks like you're just sort of hovering a few feet above the roof of the building where the Dunkin' Donuts is, but you are just finding it very difficult to actually move from this position. Are are we seeing, like, his legs dangling from the ceiling or something like that? Uh, I, fe- <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know what, yeah, no, the Dunkin' Donuts is on the top floor of this building, so yes, you are. Walter, are you in distress? Walter wiggles his feet. I'm... We could have just used an elevator or stairs or something. I'm stuck. I, I don't want to make this a roll, but I think I think uh, Megan's going to like grab Walter's feet and sort of ineffectually try and pull him back down. <laughs> I will help, Megan. So you have an extra. If oh you that, roll, no, that wasn't a draw. I was just I was just what okay. I just thought that'd be character. You know, I thought that would be character. That's a pretty- great sentence. Mm-hmm. He is pretty wedged in there regardless, and whatever is holding them there is uh, probably something you're going to need to get a closer look at before you really have a sense of what's causing it or how to deal with it. I, I'm going to try to find a way to the roof to see the top of Walter. I mean, you know, right outside the uh, Dunkin' Donuts room and like the hallway of this increasingly inexplicable building I've decided. <laughs> uh-huh. uh <laughs> I, th- I think there's probably, like, an employees-only stairwell that heads up to the roof. Yeah, I'm gonna take that. I'm not gonna make you draw for that, because that would be mean. So, yeah, I think uh, you're able to jimmy the door open. There's a lock, <laughs> but it's not, like, a good one. Or empl- an employee um, very, uh, uh, uh... An employee just, like, left it open so they could take uh, trash out easily. It, yeah, it's it, it's propped <laughs> open with a little cardboard box yeah. in the door jam. Yeah. Uh, I, so leave yeah. The, I leave the cardboard box there. I'm not rude. I'm not gonna of move course. it. Yeah. So, yeah, Ricky and then uh, Tori and Megan, if you care to follow. I yeah. Make it up to the roof and you see what is essentially a sort of uh, shimmery distortion in the air. It is not all of the air. It appears to be sort of a curved wall uh, hovering in midair, shaped maybe kind of like a radar dish where, or a half pipe where it's like curving downward and upward, but also to the right and the left. Um, you know, not making a full sphere or anything, but enough to uh, give the impression of that sort of dish. Uh, and Walter is just sort of wedged inside the shimmery bit. You know, um, in Halo, when you fall off a cliff and Master Chief falls into his ragdoll falling animation and just, like, does that for a while? Yeah. Walter's mm-hmm. stuck in that animation. <laughs> He's swimming. Walter, give me one moment. I will attempt to help you escape from this predicament. Um, I think Tori is going to try and, like, reach out and, and touch the shimmeriness to see if, it, it, if it's, like, a solid object. So it's not a solid object. It's very permeable, but I describe it as kind of like trying to reach into a very thick fluid. Like, you can get in there, but it's putting up a lot of resistance, and the deeper your hand goes, kind of the harder it is to keep pushing forward. 
never impossible, but like a real pain in the ass. Okay. Um, I think after trying that for uh, a little bit, uh, she'll pick up her, she'll instead unsheath her Zweihander and say, uh, please do not move. <laughs> uh, and then uh, she will, uh, she will attempt to cleave through whatever force is uh, trapping Walter. All right, so that'll be drawing POW for breakthrough. Yes. All right, let's see. That is the Magician, the Empress, and the Fool. Uh, the Magician is positive. The Empress and the Fool are both neutral. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the Magician. Okay. Uh, in that case, you force your way through with finesse and ease. Nothing is permanently damaged and no attention is drawn to you. So, yeah, I think you manage to carve a pretty clean stroke in this sort of shimmering wall. Uh, and that rift, because of how Night of the Wind works, kind of like goes considerably deeper into it than your sword itself actually, you know, goes. Um, you can still see some shimmeriness past a certain point, but Walter is freed. He is able to fall to the roof underneath him. Um, and, you know, if you push forward a bit, you can reach about the edge of the rooftop before you get any more resistance. You know, theoretically, you could go past the edge of the rooftop, but you would just be jumping off a roof. <laughs> I would prefer not to fall to my death. Uh, well, now that we are on top of the roof, I suppose we should, like, take a look around. I'd say that with this building, you're still relatively low and you would need to get higher. Um, you could always attempt to climb one of the buildings next to it. <laughs> I'm just realizing I just did the classic pop move. <laughs> Trying to bust uh, uh, the roof up. and failing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of, like, uh, using the stairs. Um, yeah, is, is there a, uh, a taller building close to us? I would say so, yeah. How big is the gap between that building and this one? Uh, small enough that I'm not going to make you draw if you want to, like, jump over to it. <laughs> yeah, I would like to do that. Same. All right, yeah, so I figure the four of you make your way to that building. I, th I imagine there's either a fire escape or a door that lets you get into another internal staircase. And you continue climbing, following Ricky's general sense that there is something upwards um and there's no issues as you're actually climbing the stairs you're able to move fine you're able to move normally but pretty much as soon as you get to the doorway out to this building's rooftop um you just can't open it like you try and push it and it's just giving you a lot of resistance huh um I, I can bash the door open, but I would prefer not to resort to property damage. Hold on. Let, let's see if we can figure out what's going on here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to examine the door, if I can, please. Uh, I'm actually going to just give this one to you. There's nothing strange about the door itself. It's like there's an obstruction outside. Mm. Can I investigate the obstruction behind the door, then? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. All right, so that's once again to Jen. Yep. Uh, let's see. That is Temperance and the Moon. 
Uh, Temperance is a neutral card. You are met with an equal and opposite reaction. And the moon is negative. Something unknown or unknowable interferes. Okay, alright. So none of this is good, but how can I make it the most spicy? Um, okay, so let's see. For the for temperance, uh, what what weaknesses can I exploit? If this is anything like the wall that Tori and Walter were dealing with earlier, um, it is definitely kind of like a semi-permeable, almost liquid thing, uh, and it is not immune to damage. You might be able to bust through it, but there is probably something creating this, and... If you go loud, you might be able to do it undetected again, but you were probably drawing closer to whatever is creating this uh, with each step you take. Okay. And for something unknown or unknowable interferes, uh, what poses the biggest threat? Actually, it's not the uh, walls themselves, um, at least at the moment. There is something past them, presumably the target, that could be a significant concern. Um, in addition, you might have to contend with other players, depending on, uh, how long it takes you, because there are only so many targets to go around. So, the more time you lose, uh, the worse it could be. Hmm. Well, uh... Hey, guys? Did... What What do you think? Should we... Breaking it doesn't seem like a good idea, but I, I can't think of any alternatives. I am at your command. Does, isn't Ricky's power perfect for this? Oh, yeah. yeah that's true. Uh, she d- she can uh, transform an obstacle she's failed at into an obstacle she can easily overcome. So, yeah. Yeah, you know what? If you want to draw biz, you can just, like, attempt to essentially write this barrier into mm-hmm. a non-issue. I think I'm going to do that. All right, let's see. Uh, that's the devil, the lovers... Mm-hmm. And the Emperor. Uh, that's you profit through somebody else's pain. Uh, you are faced with two paths. Or you succeed due to a singular focus. Yeah, I think you succeed due to a singular focus. Alright, yeah, I think um, you do just... You aren't so much ramming this door down. You are just pushing it as hard as you can. And... At first, that's not really getting much done, but eventually you manage to push the door in such a way that there's sort of a ripple on the other end, and immediately after that just swings open oh. with no resistance. Totally forgot that the Emperor's my uh, resonant car. Oh, whoops. Uh, no, I, I think... I, I think... Uh, it, the effect goes through, and then the GM will reveal something in the scene that you can transform that you previously overlooked. All right, let me think about this. Um, in that case, I think as you make your way out to the rooftop, you do see more of this shimmery substance. From here, you can also see some other groups similarly frustrated trying to get past it. And, Ricky, I think what you realize is... Depending on how tangible this substance is, you might actually be able to use it to get closer to mm. the target. Because um, it does seem like it has been very deliberately placed in between you and the target. 
At least judging by your intuition. Yeah, I want to, if I can, I want to reshape this into kind of like a maze. But like, I know I'm reshaping it so I know which way to go, if that makes sense. So if anyone were to follow us, unless they're following me specifically, they might get lost in this maze. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm going to have you draw Beat the Odds plus Gen for that. Cool. Uh, my gen is two, two. I believe. Yeah, yeah. everyone's uh, is two. <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, that's the hermit or the world. Uh, the world is, for a single moment, the world bends to your will, and the hermit is your actions isolate you. I think either of those works well for this. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the, the positive, uh, train going, and so that we all draw negatives later. For a single moment, the world bends to your will. Okay, in that case, yeah, I think it works basically perfectly. Um, I forget if your Eidolon had a particular appearance. Uh, I feel like I said it did, and I can't remember. <laughs> uh, well, if it does, um, a week. Oh, uh, it, it would be physically yeah. reshaping uh, the I, substance in front of you, kind of like it's clay. I, I can't remember if I said, but my idea for it, uh, it was that. It's a NASCAR car that's a Transformer. <laughs> okay, so a yeah. car just... Uh, I, I am picturing it just appears behind you and kind of uh-huh. like slams to the roof and then uh, it revs up and then shoots forward and it is basically boring a tunnel through this thing uh, as it like takes wild swerving turns this way and that. Um, here and there it kicks up like various swirls and eddies that create their own uh, little tunnels and dead ends, but uh, the four of you can pretty easily just follow this car through the uh, actual critical path, as it were, and uh, it's definitely weird walking on this mm-hmm. shimmery whatever it is, uh, but as long as you keep going and don't step too heavily, you're able to make it forward without much issue. Okay, Ron, follow in the lead. Hey there, gamers, it's your boy, Svitter Sienta, number one Final Fantasy Versus 13 streamer in the world. Remember, fuck Final Fantasy 15 Versus 13 is the best one. But I want to take a break from my stream to talk about one of my best sponsors, Eidolon Playtest. Eidolon Playtest is an actual play podcast where people's souls exist outside their body and have magic powers. Kind of like how Noctis can summon the power of ancient kings past. In my opinion, it's one of the best podcasts in existence and one of the only stories that can even live up to the epic fantasy of Final Fantasy Versus 13. If you head on over to patreon.com slash Playtest, for just $1 a month, you can get every episode of Eidolon Playtest a week earlier. That means if you're listening to this episode of Eidolon Crush for free, you could have been listening to it last week. And you could be listening to Eidolon Crush Episode 3 right now for just $1. For $3 a month, you get access to a special bonus monthly design podcast where you get to listen to Luke and Molly, the creators of the Eidolon game, design Eidolon 2.0 with its new tarot-based system. Right now, they're finally developing the downtime Kind of like how in Final Fantasy vs. 13, Noctis and the boys can have some downtime at a gas station or when they go camping. 
And at that same tier, you also get access to another bonus monthly podcast, Eidolon Playlist, where the cast members of Eidolon Playlist discuss an album that inspired the Eidolons on the show. This month, they're going to be discussing the music of Crush 40, most famous for the songs they use in the Sonic the Hedgehog games. The Sonic Hedgehog games are all right. I I love Shadow the Hedgehog, Silver the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2006, one of the best ones. I'm so glad they had those extra years to work on it instead of releasing a rushed version. At $5 a month, not only do you get access to the game book, and not only do you get access to the soundtracks for Season 1, Season 2, and Our Stormy Present, over 70 tracks in all, but you're also marked as a special supporter who gets their name shouted out on the podcast. Shout out to Dan Brockman, Chloe, Dragon Ball Torture, Dexter Sinister, Professor Piggy, Trans Butch Joey, More Like Eidolon Poop Test, Mitchell Dill, Adam Rust, Nobody, Foxfire, Jordan Sam, Alex Lopez, John Brownlee, Megan Anderson, Queen Cat Attack, Spellbound Mage, Jennifer, Bird Wizard, Zach Weatherford, Icy Shadow, Timothy Miller, Black Album 22, AJ, and Jeans. But that's not all you can get. At the $10 tier, you get access to the Grab Bag, a suite of even more extra bonus podcasts, such as Actually, I Meant For You To Pod My Cast, and Actually, I Meant For You To Jujutsu My Kaisen, rewatch podcasts of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Season 6, and Jujutsu Kaisen. On top of that, you also get access to the current draft of World of Assassination, a different game based around playing evil targets and the assassin whose mission it is to eliminate them. Of course, if your account's a little dry from giving your boy too many tips on Twitch, you can also help out the show by talking about it to all your friends or giving it a 5-star review on iTunes. Alright, alright, I know you're all itching to get back at the show, so listen to the rest of the episode and then catch me on Twitch where I'm about to meet Stella in Final Fantasy Vs. (laughs) XIII. I do feel a little weird walking on the shimmer from Annihilation, but if this is how we win, then... It'll be fine. She, like, holds your hand and pulls you through. Yeah, so I think, um, you managed to make it about halfway to three-quarters through the maze, and you are definitely approaching the area you're supposed to be at. You can start to see the very real trees that uh, are sprouting perfectly green leaves and sometimes flowers in the middle of winter. Um, You are getting this sort of warm front as you approach. Uh, But as you get closer, you also see what looks like a kid in pajama pants and a sweater that's definitely oversized for him. Um walking on air and attempting to capture a butterfly and uh, I think he notices you approaching and uh, turns on his heels uh, ignoring the butterfly as it sort of floats away and he just runs up like oh no 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 uh, you guys can't be here right now I, I need you to like hold off um, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the target we there's more than one target we can yeah, both yeah, get our targets yeah, yeah but there's only so many and I you know I just I'm Oh, okay. I, I just really want to secure... If you're gonna be a dick, I put him in a headlock. Now, he is, like, a meter above you. 
Uh, how tall is it? Well, I jump and grab him in the hammock. Okay, yeah, no, I'll allow this. He's like, no, no, quit it. Fuck. Ah. Hey, it's okay. We'll get our thing and then you'll get yours. This is called learning to play fair. Someone go get a butterfly. Okay, I will uh, get the butterfly. This do- this doesn't feel really fair. I feel I, I offered you to go with us and you were mean. Uh, mean people get the mean treatment. I mean, you you could join our team. That's been our big strategy so far. It's been just consolidating. Uh, now, under normal circumstances, um, Megan, I would let you draw Glam for this, but I think because uh, Fabi is playing bad cop, I'm going to have Ricky draw Threaten. Hell yeah. All right, so that's uh, uh, one card because your pow is one. Yeah, it's fine. It's all we uh, need. And that's the Hierophant. You discover something. Uh, yeah, I want to play that. Ooh, mm. see, my instinct is to go mean for this, and I don't want to get too mean because this is a neutral card. But I also don't want to be too nice. So, uh, I, I think um, what you discover is going to be the true nature of Angel Fresca's powers, which is um. Listen, I, I just wanted to like get get my butterfly, and you guys are like being total dicks. So like, it makes it hard to buy the team up thing. Um, also. You need to get the hell off me. Ungravidify. And, um, there is... Basically, there is a spherical cluster of spinning energy rings that appears behind him. And, uh, they're rotating very quickly, and they shoot out these beams towards... I'm going to say Tori and Ricky specifically. Tori because she's in front, and Ricky because she has him in a headlock. Mm-hmm. Uh... And both of you suddenly feel extremely dense and heavy. Uh, You haven't changed shape or anything like that, but you are being drawn towards Earth a lot more. And this floor is not tangible enough to prevent that from being an issue. And I'm already wearing plate armor, so it's not great. (laughs) Well, I'm not letting go of the kid, so that's fine. Um... I, I really wouldn't recommend that. I can I can just, like, make myself lighter, and then, you know, it, gravity will pull us apart is how I think that'll work. Or you'll end up choking yourself in my arm. Yeah, if her Wanna arms are out? denser, doesn't that give her a better grip? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, oh, no, 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 no. You can just stop what you're doing, and then you'll get your butterfly. You want to be a good boy, don't you? What is this energy you're bringing, Fab? I don't know. Uh, um, I, I, Jock I, BB is weird. I really, I really just, I really just want to, I just want to win the challenge. Shh, it's okay. Tori's just gonna ignore everything that is happening here and continue walking sl- more slowly this time, but continue walking toward the butterfly. Walter and Megan, you should probably also try to help Tori. Uh, actually, so real quick. Uh, I would like to actually use my power. What secrets do I detect on, uh, on what's his name? Angel? Mm-hmm. Angel Fresca. Angel Fresca. Yeah. Give me, give, give, give me his, his secrets. I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, whether this is something you need to draw for. And if so, what I should have you draw. Um, I mean, presumably, uh, presumably biz. 
I mean, Biz or Jen, the stats the same. It's just the effect. Uh, so, hmm. Let me actually ask you: What are you planning to use his secrets for? Are you like aiming for uh, things you can use against him in combat or something else? Honestly, just sort of something I can use generally. Because frankly, Megan is not built to fight, and mm-hmm. pretty much, uh, like, I'll be straight with you. Like, as soon as I got whatever information I could, if there was nothing stopping me, Megan was just going to make a beeline for the butterflies, regardless okay. of what else is going on with the other team. Her her most successful tactic uh, thus far has been letting other people fight it out while she sneaks to the objective. Okay, uh, then I'm going to have you draw Biz. All right. Okay, give me two. All right, so that is the Empress and the Fool. Uh, the fool is you become who you're needed to be in this moment, and the empress is you create something. Okay. Uh, I'll, we'll treat this as a beat the odds, not uh, investigate, so you can pick one. Yeah, I will go with the fool. So, I think it's difficult to get a clear read on this kid, uh, just because he is fucking terrified right now, but also he is way too stubborn to actually just undo what his power has done. Uh, and I think... The main thing going through his head right now is, oh, God, I wish somebody would bail me out. I wish somebody would bail me out. I wish somebody would bail me out. So uh, I think if you want him to let you through, one thing you could do is just, like, you could punch Ricky. He'd probably like that. Or he'd think you're all fucking crazy. But, you know, whatever works. Uh, hmm. I don't know if I want to try to punch her, but I could try and get her to let go. Hey. Hey, Ricky. Yep. Yeah, look. Like, how's the butterfly catching going? Listen, this kid clearly doesn't want to fight. Just, just, no, just let he, him go. No, get the butterfly. No, then I'll Ricky. Let him go. No, listen. Let, yep, yep. If you want him to to not be in my arms, get the butterfly. That's your job. <sighs> the quicker you get it, the quicker I let him go. Megan, I, I do think uh, the three of you can all see like. Other players are making it to this maze that uh, Ricky has crafted, and they are struggling with it, but they are advancing as well. Chop, chop! I think um, Tori, realizing that she's just moving too slow, is uh, going to just basically stick her Zweihander into the ground uh, with the tip facing downward um, and basically just like wedging it in the ground uh, and then she is going to swirl air around it to make like a sort of like mini tornado to try and pull the butterfly toward her instead okay yeah um I'll treat that as a bombard I think okay alright let's see so that's two Ellie uh, you get the devil or the lovers, which is two paths before you, or you profit from another's pain. Huh. Okay. I guess I will do the devil. All right. So I think you do manage to create this sort of vacuum. Um, and it does grab a butterfly in the gale and draw it towards you. It also tears up a lot of those leaves and branches uh, and as they fly back I think they just sort of batter (laughs) I think they just batter uh, Ricky and Angel a bunch. Um, Ricky, I am going to advance your damage track Mm -hmm. if that's alright. Yeah. Uh, Angel's just like, ow, what the hell? What are you doing over there? 
I am sorry, I, I did not mean to cause this collateral damage, but I was getting very frustrated. Okay, but do you have it so I can let the skip yes, go? Yes, the butterfly is in my possession. Okay. Uh, I, I think there's a little ding as like a check mark appears over Tori's head, and he's just like, oh, oh, geez, oh, okay. Uh, well, this plan is not working. Um, oh, oh, God, what do I do it's now? It's okay, uh, kid. Huh? Huh? I'm about to let you go. Calm down. Oh. Yeah, we our team got it, so we're good. Oh, were were you not paying attention? Each of us. Uh, you need to get four of those. Oh, sorry, kid. Call two. Get three more. No. Ah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll help. I'll help you. Listen, I'll yeah? help you get the butterflies if you let me go and let me get one also. Yeah. We don't need you. No, no, no. Listen, Walter. No. Listen. If we cooperate, we're the first five people here. We can just win easy yeah. right now. Uh, I'm just looking at the cheat sheet. What's, uh... Uh... Do we not have that move anymore? What move? Where it's more than threatened, where you, like... I don't think so. I I guess it would be, would be threatened. The one that, like, you're gonna go through... I mean, that is what yep. how threatened threat. works. No, before oh, before that happens, yeah. if Ricky's gonna keep doing her shit, Megan will hit her. Yeah, like... No, I think, I mean, I want to, I'm in the middle of this conversation with the kid if you just want to start hitting me while I'm talking to him. Yeah. Uh, but, like. Actually, you know what? Okay, no, Megan's going to go get it. a butterfly, then she's going to hit Ricky. Okay, go get a butterfly. Let me finish talking. Uh, I think she's just going to, she's just going to be like, okay, if you fuck us over, I'm going to throw you off this building. I, and she's going to. She's gonna let him go. Okay, okay, sure. And I'm using Tretton. Uh, I'm not gonna make you draw for that. I think uh, mm -hmm. he's he seems cowed by that threat. Okay. See, I I think he uh you know restores your density to normal and then just like runs as fast as he can to the mm -hmm. garden. Um, he just goes through the walls. They're not really an issue for him. Um. There are other contestants approaching. Uh, you can actually see some who are just scaling the building at this point, presumably because they've figured out the tower is up there and uh, or the garden is up there, and it's easier than you know futzing around with anything else. Um, but at least for the moment, uh, the five of you are the only ones actually in the garden, uh, and you do see this mass of butterflies swarming around. Uh, a lot of them are glowing green or bluish, uh, but you're also noticing that in the places where Tori tore down uh, some of the branches, there's new branches forming along with uh, new vines. Um, they're looking thick. They're looking thorny. Uh, Walter wants to look at a butterfly and... One thing that Walter knows about Bit Crush is that th there is a very light assist on the physics. You know, you don't need to perfectly touch something. If you get within range of an item, it, you can sort of, uh, you know, lock, lock onto it and there's a slight magnet effect. And he wants to increase the range of that effect while reaching out at a butterfly so that, like, from his vision, his hand is enveloping the butterfly, and he just wants to, like, magnet the butterfly towards his hands. Okay, uh, 
Yeah, I'll call that a... I'll call that a draw biz. Sure, my biz is three. All right, so let's see. Uh, That's the Hermit and the Empress, and this time we're actually for real at the bottom of the deck, so let me do a quick shuffle. The Magician. So let's see, this is all going to be inverted. Uh, So the Magician inverted, you suffer an impossible failure. The Hermit inverted, your actions leave you surrounded. Or the Empress inverted, you break something. Um, let's go with the Empress inverted, you break something. Alright. Well, I think what is most logical under the circumstances is... Uh, Walter, I think you're going to break physics a bit. I think uh, you exerting this power in an area where... I think Angel is still trying to maintain barriers around the garden to buy you all a bit more time. Also establishing them along the walls to make life a little harder for the people who are trying to scale up directly. Um, And I think the upshot of that is the two of you end up creating sort of a black hole effect where everything is closer because everything is getting closer. (laughs) Um, and that does mean you're getting closer to the butterflies, but it also means you are drawing rival players in bit by bit. Uh, and it does mean, uh, you are also getting hemmed in with those vines, with those branches, uh, and bits of the edge of the rooftop even are, like, straining and starting to crumble a bit. Uh, they're not flying around or anything yet, but they are... Maybe going to be an issue. Uh, on the plus side, this force is managing to fracture a lot of the barriers. Um, and even if they're just sort of swirling around now, it will be easier to move around them in the meantime. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you quite managed to get a hold of the bu- butterfly yet, though. Uh, I would like to reveal my master plan. Okay. I, the whole time I was uh, holding... Uh, Angel, I was immobile, and this was on purpose so the butterfly could just see me as part of uh, of the area and bury by itself just rest in my head. And uh, now it has done so, and I'm gonna grab it. And now I feel like that's difficult because I think you have definitely moved since then. No, I uh, no, I never said that. I would just let him oh, go. That's you're all. Still I did. just in the maze. Yeah, I did never moved. Okay, yeah, and I think even if the butterflies are mostly staying in the garden, the black hole force is pulling you in without you actually having to move. You're basically you could be T posing and sliding that way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll I'll draw two gen for that. Uh, let's see. That is the fool. You become who you need to be, or death. Something ends and something else begins. You become who you need to be in this moment, which is basically a statue. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> While uh, while this is going down, various people are getting pulled towards the garden as they rush towards it. Uh, Walter is still attempting to catch a butterfly. Getting closer each time, but still not quite there. Yeah, Ricky is just, like, sliding Ricky. like her walk animation is broken yeah. across the rooftop. She's big and built. She's already kind of like a statue. Yeah, and I think a butterfly does just land on her head. And uh, then there's a little ding as a checkmark appears over her. That was easy. Uh, let's see. Megan, what are you up to right now? Uh, I guess she's just going to go for a butterfly. I don't have, like, a 
cool plan or anything. She's just going to try and grab one. Okay, yeah, that'd be beat the odds plus Ellie, I think. All right, uh, well, that's a one. Give me that top deck, baby. All right, let's see. That is the Hierophant. You discover something. Hell yeah, what do I discover? Hmm. I think uh, as you're going through the butterfly, you stumble over a vine and you just barely miss it. And uh, you land without any issue, but as you're picking yourself back up, you do see uh, a hand crest the edge of the building. Uh, and then another hand, which looks exactly the same. Uh, and then two more, and uh, you see Beck Black Widow riding piggyback on his Eidolon as it starts to uh, arrive on the building. And um, I think there are other people filtering in, like the first group of other players is starting to actually get onto this rooftop. Okay. Uh, and I would also say this is not necessarily related to the card itself, but... Uh, it's starting to get warmer, and uh, if you had to guess, that's probably because the butterflies that have not already been caught seem to be moving more quickly. Uh, some of them are glowing yellow or even red. Uh, they seem a bit agitated, probably due to all the people here. Okay. I might have missed it. Did it was I able to grab one? Uh, you were not. You barely oh. missed it. Damn. Well, shit. I mean, I mean, logically, the next thing Megan should do is just try again, but that, that doesn't seem good from a gameplay perspective. So, uh, has anybody else got anything? Yeah, I think Walter tries and fails a few times to catch the butterfly, and then he just says, okay, fuck this. And instead of trying to exploit the aim assist feature, he wants to just turn off, like, Z detection on grabbing an object. So as long as the X and Y match up in his vision, he'll be able to grab the butterfly no matter how far away it is. Okay. Um... Crystal, I'm going to have you draw a gen for this one. Okay. That's a two. Uh, let's see. That is the star. A new path reveals itself. Uh, a new direction reveals itself, I should say. Or the high priestess, the supernatural moves through you. Yeah, I think it's going to be high priestess inverted, the supernatural acts upon oh, you. Right, sorry, I forgot to invert them. Uh, the star inverted would have been an opportunities lost, which would have been bad, yeah. Uh, so let's see, the supernatural acts upon you. In this case, I think that is actually pretty straightforward. You are overlapping a butterfly uh, if you ignore the Z-axis, so uh, you don't even have to reach out and touch it. There's just suddenly a ding as a checkmark appears over your head. Um, <laughs> but I also think there are several other dings because um, turning off this Z-axis uh, relevance in that broad a sense does mean that several other people also just kind of happen to be overlapping the butterflies. Um, and you are rapidly seeing them just sort of dissipate as they are registered as collected. I'd say there's only about um, maybe two or three left tops. Um, and that number goes down by another one as a uh, yeah, Beck Black Widow, you're not clear on what he does. Uh, it looks like he just flipped off one of the butterflies and then it attempted to headbutt him. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'd say there's two butterflies left. Have, oh, shit. Have I... And... Tori, you got one first. You're, you've been yeah, have I Have I been impacted by um, the Z-axis thing? 
I would say so, yes. Okay. And if I get multiple butterflies, I can just give them away to people, correct? Yes, you can. Okay. Um, I am going to just uh, throw my Zweihander like a Frisbee uh, in the direction of the remaining butterflies. So if the Zweihander passes over them, uh, it is an extension of me. Um, as long as it like goes under or above them, it should capture them. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess this would be a bombard. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you will draw two. Uh, that is the Wheel of Fortune or the Lovers, which is um, either two paths uh, reveal themselves to you or you are at the mercy of the fates. Uh, let me think here. I, oh, Wheel of Fortune is my, oh no, that's Fabusistant card, never mind. Um, they're both neutral. I guess I'll go with the Wheel of Fortune. All right, so let me think about how this plays out. So I think that on paper, this is a very good idea. The problem is that you are throwing a magic wind sword in such a way that it is spinning very rapidly uh, during a localized warm front in a very cold environment. <laughs> so I think the logical conclusion here is that uh, <laughs> rather than managing to make contact with any of the butterflies directly, it kicks up some kind of combination of a tropical storm and a blizzard that is Great. just ripping these trees and shrubs out of the ground and flinging them through the air. Uh, this they is are, fine. <laughs> they, are, they are slamming into basically everybody. I am going to just advance. I don't think it will be an issue because most of you are still at fresh. I am going to advance everybody's damage track because I think that is what would happen. Okay. Ah! <laughs> including our opponents. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's not good for um anybody else. I think a couple people get knocked off the building. They'll probably be fine. Uh, so yeah, I think as this storm is going on, it is battering basically everybody, but it is also severely disorienting these butterflies. Um, so Megan, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Megan or Ricky has a plan to take advantage of these butterflies being sky So, uh, okay. Here, here's, some, here's some fucking wacky bullshit. Uh, do the butterflies have a secret? What, what, okay. what, uh, what lurks in the darkness of a butterfly's heart? <laughs> this is a good question. Okay. Yes, I have a really good idea for this, and I'm not going to make you draw. Um, you attempt to reach into these butterflies' hearts, and even if they are like a supernatural being or a game construct or whatever, you're not expecting to find too much, because they are just bugs. But uh, as these little glowing hearts appear on each and every one of their wings, you get the sense that these creatures are an emotion. They are hope made manifest and possibly by drawing them to a source of hope or a vacuum where hope is needed, 
maybe you can use that to bring them in? Oh, actually, hold up. You said there's two left. Yes. Did Angel ever get a butterfly? No, uh, and this storm is not going great for him because he still rendered himself, like, super not dense. He is currently trying to, like, make himself heavier so the winds are not as much of a problem, but uh, surprisingly slow process. Okay, Megan. If you can get him one, I have an idea of how I could. Well, so what I was going to do, what Megan was going to do, she's going to run up and try to grab Angel and pull him toward, like, toward the ground, toward the roof, I guess. And just tell him, hey, there's one left for each of us. I said we were going to work together. We're going to work together. And uh, I'm going to try and use Angel as my uh, point that needs hope. Okay, yeah. Um, Give me... Let's see, your glam is three. So yeah, let's, uh, let's roll a dazzle. Yeah. Let's see. That is uh, the Emperor, the Tower, and the Chariot. Okay, so it seems like the the neutral options are you exceed your own limits and Mm -hmm. you succeed through a singular focus. Uh, And then the Tower would be something terrible. Yeah, I'm not going to go with the Tower. Yeah, probably don't want that. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chariot. All right, I think um, what happens is, honestly... Just being able to jump up to this guy, like, frantically being whipped about by this storm is already fairly excessive, but I think as you're clinging to him and, like, drawing him down to the ground, essentially being ballast, I think, um, you do sort of radiate this sense of hope and benevolence and desire to, uh, succeed and... I I think through the uh, goggles everybody's wearing, it does seem to be almost a literal radiance. Like you are reaching out into the world around you with this, if not hope, then desire to see hope made manifest. And you start to essentially be hotter than the artificial spring around you, especially with the gale, you are forming this bubble of summeriness and placidity? I don't know if that's a word. You get what I mean. Tranquility, let's say. Um, And seeing this, I think the remaining butterflies do manage to get enough control over themselves to approach. Uh, One of them lands on uh, Angel Fresca's hand. Uh, the other lands on your head. Uh, there is a series of two dings as the check marks appear overhead. Uh, and I think... Uh, what have you been wearing this whole time, Megan? Oh, uh, probably just probably just some basic like wintry clothes, like a, a coat, a hat, uh, some jeans, and some snow boots. Okay, that's about what I figured. Yeah, you immediately collapsed due to heat exhaustion. Oh, boy. Well, I'll, I'll see you in the next round. And then she she hits the roof. I'm I'm going to go check on Megan. Oh, and she, oh, God, she's not dead, is she? I'm also going no, to No, just over. heated suction. It's fine. I've seen this hundreds of times in my competitions. I know how to care, take care of this. How? I have, like, a little kit with, like, uh, anything you might need for heat exhaustion. I don't know. Fabby doesn't know. 
I feel like mostly like water and maybe yeah I would assume water maybe a saline solution a cool pack uh, like a cooling pack uh, so yeah I think uh, as Ricky is tending to Megan uh, the warmth slowly begins to dissipate uh, regular winter temperature returns and uh, indigo does reappear on the HUD and she's just like okay great job everybody I mean you know everybody who actually did it. Uh, the rest of you, you're all huge disappointments, and you've lost, so, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see to your consolation prizes later. Uh, but the rest of you, really good job. Uh, tomorrow's gonna be the last night of the competition, so I hope you all bring your A-game. Uh, it is going to be a doozy. What, what, what are the consolation prizes? Oh, you don't need to worry about those. You're gonna win, right? Yes. I will win. Of course, I will win. See, Canada girl and uh, and the athlete lady—they got the right idea. The rest of you could learn a thing or two, especially the losers. Uh, anyway, I have a Fortnite stream to take care of, so Indigo out, <laughs> and uh, the feed cuts out, and you are. I like her. Says Ricky. I, I like her. She's cool. Is anyone else and getting really sinister vibes from her? Actually, nah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Indigo keeps appearing in front of us. C- do my secret detection powers work on a hologram broadcast? You know, <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you want to give me a dredge the undertow, they sure might. I sure fucking do. All right, that's two. Uh, let's see. That's Judgment and the Sun. Uh, so for reference, Judgment is a negative card. Your past failures catch up to you. And the Sun is a positive. You are given cause to celebrate. Okay. So here, here's the thing. This is counterproductive in, in some ways because, like, on the one hand, the Sun seems like the obvious choice to get what I want. But, like, if this person's got some dark secrets, and I feel like they do, uh, I don't know why that would give me cause to celebrate. So, I'm gonna, you know, I'll just, I'll play the sun. <laughs> Figure this out. <laughs> okay, uh, let me think about the proper answer to this under the circumstances. Let's see. It is a positive card. Uh, you were given cause to celebrate. All right, I think before her hologram avatar blips away, you do manage to get just a flash of insight on Iblis Indigo, host of BitCrush, and apparently video game streamer. You don't really keep up with those things, Megan, I don't know. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty much just a just cookie clicker all the way down. But I'll tell you what, listen, you enjoy a good game. You wouldn't be here if you didn't. You can tell that this woman, above all else, has the soul of a true gamer. Hmm. Above all else. And whatever else whatever else might be true about this competition you're in, she would not betray that. Okay. Alright, alright. Uh, but yeah, after that, I think she dissipates, and the five of you, along with uh, you know a few others who made it to the rooftop, whether they got butterflies or not, are left in... The weather, which is once again getting cold, uh, you can feel the uh, air doing that thing where it sort of thickens up. Um, 
I can, I don't know whether this would be bad or good for the heat exhaustion, honestly. I don't know if rapid temperature changes are uh, something you generally want to be exposed to. I'm going to say it's fine. We should probably go back inside. You you want to keep you want to keep the head and the feet uh cool. Yeah, it, the, the worry is everything getting s- super cold instantly is the thing. We yeah. should probably return to a more temperate climate. Yeah. I think I'm carrying I'm carrying Megan even forcibly if I need to like princess carry down the building. I th- I think okay. Angel is following the four of you and he's just like, "Uh so so do you guys want to like Team up again tomorrow, hang out. I don't know. Um... It's up to you. You're pretty good. Yeah, should we make it official? It would kind of break the joke in our name, though. What joke? I don't get it. Nothing. Wait, you guys have a team name? Yeah. We are the Crush 4D. I don't, I don't get that either. I don't know what that is. It just sounded nice. It was all, that's why I liked it. But yeah, if, if you want in, you're in, buddy. Gravity powers are cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll I'll uh, I'll see you all tomorrow then. See you tomorrow, Angel. And I I think he does just like he does air walk to the ground, I think. He doesn't bother going inside. That kid's neat. Megan, can I talk to you real quick? Uh yeah. What what's up? Do do I need to like pretend I I can't hear you as I carry? Oh her? right, yeah, you're carrying. Okay. No, never mind. Uh do you want to carry? You can wait after she's recovered. Yes, I, I can wait. I mean, not listen, I don't need you here, but I'm just saying, as a respect to you, I just, like, I don't think it'd be fair. Yeah, so out of character, I forgot that you were carrying her. <laughs> I like the idea that Tori was like, oh, yeah. Like, totally <laughs> forgot that Ricky was there. Oh, yeah, you don't normally just float. I think you give her some time to recover. We can fast forward. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I want to just have a, a quick scene. Then yeah, I think um, you know the the four of you get inside. Um, Ricky eventually heads out, as does Walter. I think uh, you know uh, a few more Munchkins and some uh, cold beverages, maybe some Powerade, uh, maybe maybe a culotta, um, are enough to. Get Megan a bit more stable, a bit more comfortable. And I think it is just the two of you. And Melissa, who's still working. How's it going? What, uh, hey, what what did you want to talk about? Uh, well, you, you see, Megan, I... I do appreciate that you wish to complete the tournament with as little conflict as possible. However, I think we should... Consider the possibility that, regardless of how many people we have on our team, that only one wish can be made. Well, what were you going to wish for? It is less about what I am going to wish for, and more about that we cannot allow Ricky to make the wish. Oh, definitely. No, no, no. Yeah, I thought. Okay, yeah, I thought. I thought we were gonna have to have a hard discussion about Angel. No, definitely, definitely, we cannot let Ricky make the wish. Okay, I just, I just wanted to make sure that we were in agreement on that. Yeah. No, absolutely. And we should be prepared for the possibility that 
she may attempt to monopolize the wish by force. Okay. Well, uh, here's here's my question uh, to to the GM. Mm-hmm. I have been around uh, Ricky a lot. Have have I picked up anything on her secret wise? Okay, let's see. You already know that she has some kind of time loop situation going on. She told you that outright. Yes. Then, yeah, I think there's one other thing that I'll let you know. I'm going to draw one card. Uh, this isn't like a beat the odds or a, an investigate, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just want to use that to color how you receive the information. Sure. All right. Oh, and this is excellent. This is very thematic. What is it? The Hanged Man. Oh. Your image is not of the interior of Ricky's being. It is not about the sort of person she is, the sort of person she has been. It is not about why she has made this her wish. It is not about how she has won every iteration of this approaching New Year's tournament, the last tournament of the year, so many times. What you see is more an idea an image, almost a caricature of her. A marionette suspended by its strings, head open, and entirely hollow. Eidolon Crush is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com, as well as patreon.com slash playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Playtest. You can follow Maxi at MaxNightly, Iris at StiltsTheGM, Crystal at ArcaneCrystal, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, and Mike at MikeLovesRabbit. Eidolon Crush will be back next week on June 20th for Patreon subscribers and June 27th for everyone else. See you then!